Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Great to see you all again on this Friday edition, last day of the week for the show. Um, start the weekend off for me. Still working, unfortunately. Hope you're all well uh, and had a good Thursday or Thursday night. It's Friday morning. Uh, just dropped. I just want to throw it out. I'm I was sort of delaying a little bit. I was trying to check it. But I just seen a tweet come out that the new Apple over ES Studio headphones have just been released, but there's nothing on the Apple site. So if you have seen that tweet, um, I'm not sure if anything going on at the moment, but I just double checked the Australian and the US site, definitely nothing on there as yet. So I'm assuming by tonight I'll get that info. So Monday we should have a new set of headphones out from Apple. And I'd say that would be the beginning of the end of Beats, uh, which is a pretty sad thing. I ha I've had a pair of Beats. I had the, um, the flash ones, the expensive ones. I, they were just the steel frame, the aluminium frame ones. They're just too tight on my head. I ended up giving to my youngest niece. Um, but uh, they've been just hugely popular. Um, Dr. Dre obviously was involved in them. A huge, huge part of our, I guess, culture too. Beats, they created a trend. It was a, everyone you see walking around with headphones hanging around their neck. Uh, massive, just blue headphones and made headphones super, super mega popular and become a massive industry uh, for for youth, the youth market. And, and then the not so youth, us, even us old bastards. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they should be out. Um, I did try to get, I did wait. I didn't want to, I couldn't wait any longer. So I have been refreshing. I'll give it one more refresh to see if there's anything there. Nah, not as yet. So I'd say, uh, I'd say Monday we will have the, I'll get you the information on that. So yeah, I did try. Sorry about that. I only seen the tweet when I was uh, coming back to the room. And I went, oh, geez, I better go and suss that out. But yeah, there's just nothing out there as yet. Now on uh, new videos going pretty well. Um, it's Bell's Rapid Sunrise, as I said to you yesterday. The biggest problem I have is I have a crap tons of photos. <laughs> uh, even I think I've got 10 like really good and uh, like three or four just amazing shots. Uh, just got that beautiful glow of the sun coming across the mountain over the hill. Not really a mountain, but over the hill. And that's reflecting onto the water. I've got a couple, yeah, so I've got some really nice shots there. Uh, I'm about halfway through the photo, so I'm gonna try and stay up as long as I can and edit some more today uh, until I pass out. And then I'll hopefully get the photos finished today or pretty close so tomorrow I can and Sunday I can start on the video and get it all together and hopefully Monday Tuesday get it out to you so my apologies but there yeah I've got a it was a really good day uh, there was no one there I was the only one at the place uh, it was nice cloudy day so heaps of clouds so there's heaps of beautiful textures in the sky it's not just a blue sky like I get here at work all the time which is Sometimes a bit painful, um, but yeah, plenty of water in there. Bells is an amazing place. I've been there many times, as you've probably seen if you watch the videos on the channel. Um, sometimes when it's empty, when it's just bone dry for about six months, but once that rain comes, it's just, yeah, it's just a spectacular place. 
all this massive big granite rock. Uh, it just yeah makes for some sensational photography. So I think I've got another really good one. Um, so that should be pretty good. So hopefully by the end of the weekend, I'd say um, yeah, just it's just a photography. I don't it's something I don't really want to rush. I want to make sure I get in and make sure they're looking good. Uh, trying to get a sort of a theme and it, I'm trying to get that sunrise sort of theme so I want that glow trying to get that nice glow and the, I've got a heap of photos where that glows there so yeah I'm just going to work me I'm working my way through I, I think it was like 150 200 photos um, I've got about eight probably seven or eight really really good ones at the moment so there's plenty going to be plenty there for the video to check out so try and get that through if you have been watching the Instagram uh, of uh, sort of last couple of days I've chucked in uh, my little Albert. Uh, he's been pretty good. Uh, I did some sunset shots with uh, him and the 1DS on and he's actually, I think it's quite handy. Like I'm not a portrait type photographer. I, I'm just portraits and models and that just don't really sort of do it for me as in the art sort of thing. I know it's probably weird as a photographer because it's, I guess, where the most of the money is with all that. And it just, I don't really have that sort of inclination. Um, but I think it's pretty cool. The colors with the brass and stuff they use at three-legged thing. Uh, it's actually, a, it's a really good looking piece of uh, furniture or equipment. Uh, and to chuck it in a photo, especially with the sunrise and stuff, I think the last couple of photos, it, it's really good. And, and you chuck a camera in, it's a good little, I don't normally, normally by myself, uh, when I go out, so to have something there as a little subject matter sort of helps it out a bit. So I hope I hope you appreciated them. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I think it's a fantastic tripod, and uh, I'm glad I saved up to get it. So definitely worth it. I'll look after it. It's going to last me a long, long time. Um, other than that, yeah, we're going pretty well. We're, we're getting there. So back on track. <laughs> Finally, it's been a long, long, long week and a bit. <laughs> Um, Rightio, so GTEC have just released, if GTEC, you think of SSD, so they're in the same family as the Western Digital, they're all basically one company, so you, you would have seen them in Apple stores, GTEC, uh, a little bit more expensive, a sort of flashy one, sort of much like, um, I guess, Porsche design, they sort of do their, they do a, they design the outside, it looks very nice and smicko, and it's got the internals of uh, like a lacy product and stuff. They do it. They work with outside designers. But GTEC's sort of like their, I guess, the Lexus, Lexus version of the WD. Um, and they've got they do have some good gear. Um, and they've just released a new SSD. Uh, pretty cool bit of kit. It's uh, NVMe and it goes up to two terabyte and one thousand megabyte a second. It's got a three meter drop rating, 500 kilo crush uh, protection on it, and it's IP67 water resistant. A little bit XE, it's $600 US. As I said, it's sort of the, like the luxury brand for the WD franchise. Um, it does look really nice, um, but I guess it's sort of something you'll, you probably next one down will be their sand disc version, but it's a, two terabytes, pretty good. Um, it's got all the sort of fancy stuff in it but definitely go check it out if you're looking if you're after a nice ssd to take with you on a shoot or something or if you're uh, you don't want just want a daggy old one uh, this is definitely something to go check out so that just got released today 
Uh, Intel has, now Intel's gone through a big change. They have been getting smashed for six for the last year and a half. As we well know, AMD's been pretty much taking them to the cleaners uh, over the last 12 months. And I've got a funny feeling that I don't think that's the end of that. In all avenues, they're struggling. They've even gone now, one of the, I guess, attempts to try and change their fortunes and change their lucks, they've changed their logo. Now the logo is just basically, you've gone from that always famous loop to now it's just Intel in like a roundy sort of modern font with a blue dot over the Intel. It's like, yeah, okay. I think it was pretty unimpressive for a logo. Um, for a company to go from, we've got something that, something that people recognize and they understand. You don't have to change the whole logo. You could change the colors, change, put it, make it rainbow. Apple does that like that. The Apple app, the rainbow Apple colors. You can go cry. You can change all the colors of it, but don't change the actual logo. I think this was a mistake by Intel because it's just a font now and it looks pretty actually pretty boring and definitely zero sort of vision. Uh, whoever thought of it, so and whoever signed off it should uh, probably not work there as well. They're probably the reason why they're struggling with because they've got no vision. So, yeah, that was the logo was pretty average. Intel, um, I wasn't a big fan. It's a, I don't really agree with any sort of company that has a logo that's just letters, because if it's just letters, you can't really sort of copyright it either too, because. You can't copy, I'm sure you can't, oh, well, I hope to Christ you can't copyright letters, that'd be pretty crazy, that'd be, you wouldn't be able to use half the alphabet. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just pretty uninspiring. Now they did release a new set of chips as well, the 11th gen Tiger Lake uh, chips uh, processors, their uh, built-in graphics, the Iris XE system, so it's a bit of a combo. <clears throat> I know on my old, MacBook 13, it was a built-in Intel Iris system. When it came out, it was fantastic. As it got older, uh, yeah, not so fantastic. Um, having said that, when the, the 8K video from the R5 came out, the iPad, I think the versions that had the Iris actually fared better than the external graphics card. So. It does sort of, it's a sort of 50-50. Um, I don't think the graphics is anywhere good as say your AMD or your NVIDIAs and stuff like that. But it's, I think it's more what they do it. They, it's a, a combination where the whole system sort of works together. The graphics is there, sort of take that load off your main processor. That's what the graphics card does. So it takes all the heavy lifting of heavy graphics for computer games or when you're building videos, that graphics cards there to just take all that, all that massive amounts of data and data crunching. It does that while the, the processor can do its normal thing to run the computer and run normal programs. That's sort of how it's supposed to work. So having a sort of combination is, is sort of a good thing, but you, I guess my understanding of it, and correct me if I'm wrong, it, uh, when you do have that combination, I think you can sort of lack in that little bit of extra grunt that you do get of an external graphics card. So it sort of seems tricky. Uh, I hope they've got these right because the way they're going, they, they, it's crazy to think that Intel could be one of those companies that just fall over and disappear like your Sony Ericsson's 
in the phone company, uh, um, who we talk about, Blackberry, top of the world, running everything in control, and then all of a sudden over a few years they just sort of disappear and become nothing. Blackberry's fighting to stay alive as it is. Uh, we talked, I think, the other week about them bringing uh, companies in Texas has taken over the whole brand to try and keep them going, but. I don't. I'd hate to see Intel sort of fall into that. I don't think they'll last. They'll be swallowed up by one of these bigger guys. Now the graphics are you're going to i7, i5, and i3 versions. Uh, the i7's going up to a 4.8 gigahertz turbo, 12 megabytes, four cores, eight threads, still 10 nanometer chips, and that, I think that's where they're really, really getting hurt. I think uh, uh, new AMD's uh, eights. And I think then by next year, AMD will have even smaller. I think they're going down to a five nanometer by next year or 23. So Intel seems to be way behind. Uh, you've got Apple going to ARM. Uh, so that cuts out Intel and these ARM processors. Every report we've heard about, every leak, every uh, test on them, these ARM chips are just pretty insane. Microsoft's looking at the ARM side of things. Uh, Intel hasn't really seemed to have gone off and gone, we need to get an ARM series together so we can stay in this. They're putting their money into what they've got and I don't think that's gonna be enough. It's gonna be tricky for them. Um, yeah, very, very, I guess they weren't super as exciting as say, the NVIDIA's yesterday was just smashed everything out of the park and were half the price. So good luck to Intel. I hope these work for them. I hope they're really good processors. Um, we've all used them at some stage. We probably still use them. My work computer's got it. Uh, this has got it and it, they work a treat in here. I, I definitely can't complain with them, but it's just their competition is just so good. So good now, and not only are they going to worry about your AMDs of the world, your NVIDIAs, they're now going to worry about your Apple and your Windows because they're going to be making their own things, and who knows, Apple could start selling their ARM processors to other companies. So that would be pretty wild, so look out. Um, Facebook, uh, if you haven't seen it on YouTube, I think I mentioned it a week or so ago when it started, there you begin that... Thing comes up every time you open up YouTube or, or Google, you'll, you'll get a little square box there about the Australian government. This is obviously for Australians. My apologies to my overseas viewers. Um, with our illustrious uh, corrupt politicians in Canberra uh, trying to bring in some law where basically you have to pay news companies to use their stuff. So, for instance, if uh, advertising on Facebook or whatever, if someone uses a clip from, say, Channel 9 News on there, I'm not sure what the exact specs and, and time frames and all that. I guess it's a bit like copyright and copyright strikes. Well, basically, now these news co companies are going to have the ability to nail these Googles and Facebooks and all that sort of stuff and charge them if they find out that people are using it. Even if it's not Facebook using it, it could be that people on their platform using it, well, they can still get charged for it. Meanwhile, I think the, the media companies can charge whatever they want for the media. So it it's, looks like it's a big, massive shit fight. 
uh, it's getting worse. And then Facebook has now come out uh, last night and said that they're going to block users um, from sharing any sort of news uh, if this goes ahead. So basically, this could affect a lot of people and, and I guess pages and stuff on Facebook where you might get your news. Uh, basically, stuff like the NT News uh, for me, which is close to home. Uh, I love, love seeing what's happening in the Territory. Well, if it's because it's NT News, it's going to be news. You won't be able to share that on Facebook without Facebook paying the NT News, which is, I think, News Corp or whatever. So basically, they'll just go, nah, well, then you're blocked. And I guess if that's their whole page, they, they'll basically lose that page. So we won't get to see anything. Um, yeah, so it's a little bit painful. Um, it, I think there's probably a little bit more that's going to happen in this space to try and work out the nuts and ends. Uh, the government, I'd, unless you watch TV and the media, I, I guess you don't really know about it. The first I'd heard about it was online, so something I need to have a little bit more look into and suss it out. But uh, be aware of that. Uh, you can click on the box and they'll give you some more information and send you some links. Probably good to go suss it out. I didn't think they had any sort of um, petitions or anything to say go away, but it could have, in essence, if you do have a YouTube channel, for instance, uh, affect your ad revenue because there could be some blockages now and then you're going to lose that revenue. So that's not a good thing for us creators. Not that I am making money out of this. <laughs> Once we get to a thousand, I might make 20 bucks a month, but until then, we've got, we got a bit to work on. But uh, yeah, so if you haven't hit subscribe, smash subscribe. Oh, hook a brother up. <laughs> um, Alienware, wow, uh, Alienware is adding 360 hertz displays to all their laptops. Holy bun bun. Um, that's friggin' amazing. Uh, on, even as early as last year, 240 hertz was just insane, like super high refresh rates for gaming. Uh, I mean, it's still now like a lot of the pros use them. We're talking about phones now. The pretty much, if you buy a phone that doesn't have a 120 hertz display, it's basically cheap, mid-range rubbish. Uh, it's the technology is moving ridiculously fast. Uh, so you have three 360 hertz displays, and they're going to be using those, or they're going to have options of using the Nvidia 3000 cards. So the cards we talked about yesterday, with just ridiculous speeds and power at half the price, which is the other beauty of it. Uh, you're going to be able to get them in Alienware laptop very, very soon. So I'm sure once the first one of those comes out, it'll be getting reviewed by everyone. You'll be seeing these Alienware laptops out, I'd say, as soon as anyone can get their hot hands on them. So they will be amazing bits of kit. So if you're gaming, you're looking for a laptop, maybe there's a good time to just sit and wait and keep an eye on the Alienware website and get a pre-order in as soon as you can. So that would be cool. Now, Apple, we, talk, we talked to recently, or talked earlier about them with their ARM chips. Well, that's, they're not holding back here. ARM is, uh, Apple is putting firm grasp on taking over the whole planet. <laughs> They're not happy with being a $2 trillion company. I think they're looking for their, to be the first $100 trillion company. Uh, their rumor, latest rumor is they're going to be making their own graphics cards. Currently, they use AMD. I've got AMD in here. Uh, they use AMD, and they're fantastic. AMD's done an amazing job. NVIDIA, awesome. And we talked about Intel struggling. So, look, 
have Apple with these ARM chips that are going to be, we know pretty much going to be a pretty good uh, bit of kit. Uh, if they come out and start making their own graphics, they have a, they basically control the whole ecosystem then. Uh, that is going to be a huge, huge thing. I know as an Apple user, it's sort of, uh, I think recently, I think with my Apple Watch is the, been the biggest pain is just trying to find something. I don't want to spend six, $700 on a, on a friggin' watch that's going to be obsolete in four or five years. And like even with the Series 1 now that it's crashes constantly and it's a pain in the butt. Um, I'd much prefer my G-Shock actually. The G-Shock, this is like 11 years old and it never misses a beat and it's solar powered. I don't have to charge it. Um, but that's awesome for music. So I'd, I'd love to be able to see them sort of be able to one day on the hope that uh, Apple is lets people in so that the other companies can use the technology so I can mix and match the stuff and get what I want. I don't think so because the way they're looking, they're trying to nut it down and lock it all up. And if they get those graphic cards in there, they're going to be just one big massive tech monopoly. Um, yeah, wow. Uh, I, I'm sure we'll hear more. I don't think it's going to be this year. Probably 2021, they might talk, we'll get a few more rumors, but uh, I think they're uh, definitely going to be working their way towards that, especially when they'll get these ARM chips right, once they know they're going well, well, then they can focus then everything on into the graphics cards. Uh, and maybe two to three years, we could be seeing some Apple graphics cards. Wow. Radio, uh, Canon Rumors, the CR2, uh, if you're not familiar with their ratings, go check them out. They, it's a really good, they do a great job over Canon Rumors. CR2, CR1, it goes CR1, 2, and 3. 3 is pretty much a definite. Uh, 1's a wild sort of a rumor. 2's a, yeah, it sounds, got some reasonable intel on it. Well, this is a CR2, um, so it's highly, well, not, not a definite, but a, it's good possibility this could be happening. Uh, Canon is looking at a budget ES EOS R coming first half of 2021, under a thousand bucks. So that's the RP price. This is US dollars, sorry, uh, about 1400 bucks Australian, which is so you got the RP about there, your entry level. So they're looking at bringing something in. You'd have to think it's not going to be 900. You'd have to think it's around the 800 mark, which is the same as an M50 which sort of tends to lead to the point where this high-level APS-C they're talking about may be like we've talked in the past about the Z50 uh, having that uh, full frame, but uh, that smaller uh, full frame thing with the RF mount on the tiny body. Uh, and that could be what they're looking at. I'd say maybe we might get that APS-C with the RF mount. Then you've got to pay that massive dollars for the glass uh, RF glass is not it's no way means cheap uh, doesn't matter what level you look at it's well above say your M series uh, so that's going to be a little bit scary I think but looks like it's going to be happening um, now the other problem I have with it the part of that rumor is the fact to get under this price they're going to have no V no EVF uh, which I think is a big uh, Big sort of thing because um, Canon's really renowned as a photography side uh, sort of cameras. Yeah, they and they they do a really good hybrid where it's definitely really good photos and 
good video as well. They've got a good combination. The Sony's amazing with videos. They do some cameras that are really good with photos. They don't have a, they're not really a, a best of both worlds. You either get one or the other with them. Um, Canon's sort of like a mid to high range on both. And so, and then you get the other sort of, they specialize in one or the other. If they're not having an EVF, that's really going to count out a photographer. So your entry level uh, is not really an entry level for photography. You're still going to have to go to the RP so you can look in. Um, even with a good display in the back, you know, as a, from a photographer's, uh, from my point of view, I guess I'm not a guru photographer, but from when I take photos, as much as I use the screen, I always go in and look in the EVF because the screen doesn't matter how good you are, shade, clean it, whatever you want to do, it, you just can't see it as good as when you've got the got your eye sealed up and you can just focus on what you're looking at and you can see it clear as day. So <clears throat> having no EVF, uh, it didn't work well for the other one where you had to buy it separately. I think it was an M6 or whatever like that. Yeah, it was good for video and I think people used it for vlogging and video, but photography, I don't think there's many out there using that camera for as a photography tool. So yeah, not sure about that. And then last but not least, uh, Luminar AI announced last night. Uh, Luminar, you'll see a link below uh, if you want to use it. It's fantastic software. <laughs> there's another video I've got to do is talk about, go through that. Luminar 4, and it might be sort of already getting close to obsolete already or with this upgrade. Luminar AI is coming this Christmas or in time for Christmas. Um, you can pre-order now and save about 30 bucks Australian. Uh, it's a pretty wild bit of kit. It seems to have a lot of stuff as Luminar 4, so you can quickly change sky. You can do a lot of stuff with faces and portrait stuff. You can add weight, lose weight. It's a pretty wild bit of tech. Uh, if you haven't used it before, go down below. There's a link down below that will give you a discount. Try that out. Uh, it's really, really good software. If you're into portrait stuff or just basic photography, you don't want to spring out for the Adobe package, go and try this Luminar 4. It's a fair chance it's going to do most of what you're going to want as a beginner in photography, and it'll do a really, really good job. And it's definitely worthwhile having. If you are a photographer, as an accessory and it works really well with Lightroom. So you can just click in and take, highlight them and just go straight to like Photoshop and it'll link straight out and then save straight back. So it's a really good bit of software. This new AI looks like they're expanding even bigger and better over the Luminar 4. Uh, definitely gonna be a good bit of kit. It's a little bit more expensive, $108. That's with the pre-order discount. Normally it's gonna be 139 and then you can add on your extra packages where you put in basically all your different skies and extra skies and animals and bits and pieces. So go check it out. It's only valid for the first 30,000 uh, customers that, and it's a bit of a bundle. So go check that out and that they've got other discounts on the extra packages as well. So definitely worthwhile. Whew. Radio, I've got about two minutes left <laughs> before I run out of tape. Run out of tape, holy hell. Run out of, run out of disc space. <laughs> I will see you all Monday. Have a great weekend. Thanks for coming and seeing us today. Uh, do appreciate your support and I will catch you all soon. Whether you're coming this way, that way, I'll catch you on Monday. Peace.